Well, hello there. It is great to see you again, and welcome back to Advance Your Wealth with Homer Smith. I am your moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's great to be back with everyone today. And as always, I'm joined by my right-hand man. That's Homer Smith, Private Wealth Advisor. We're going to be diving into another wealth management-related topic, as we typically do here on the show. And we have a really interesting topic. It's one that we really haven't touched on before in the show. Uh, But boy, can it be uh, just pertinent for some folks out there. And that is family banks. That's really the key of today's conversation. Family banks, they are a tool that some very wealthy families and individuals out there are utilizing for a number of different reasons. And they're being increasingly adopted more and more with families, you know, in that high net worth spectrum. Uh, So today, Homer and I are going to be looking at whether or not a family bank is a viable solution for you and your family, and what some of the ramifications and parameters are within within a family bank, uh, you know, to give you a clear picture as a whole on whether or not Again, this is a strategy worth considering. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Homer aboard to get right into it. Homer, good to see you today. How you doing, sir? Hey, Ryan, doing well. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you as always. This is a different topic. You know, we, we've we've double dipped in some topics before because there's a million different ways to talk about different wealth management strategies. But Homer, today, this idea of family bank is pretty new. We're going to be examining this. What exactly, Homer, let's just start here. What exactly is a family bank? Yeah, I think it's important to really get clear on it because I think a lot of people and families with significant wealth uh, think of like a trust they might set up with the idea that it works kind of like a a bank uh, for their family providing loans and, 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 and whatnot. But the reality is when we think of it in terms for the families we deal with, we, we really look at a family bank as more of a formal legal entity with very specific rules that govern how the family can access the wealth um, and how they're expected to pay back the money. You know, this is not a gift. This is really designed um, truly uh, as a loan, as a bank, uh, trying to bring a lot more accountability um, into the process. And, and really, I think what, what we see a lot and why they're interested in this is, is to take some of the emotion um, out of the process when family members are requesting funds uh, to do various things from the family. So Homer, let's dive into the purpose a little bit more. Tell me what what exactly uh, what, what types of initiatives would you say a family bank can help fund? You know, ultimately, why is it what is it used for? I think it's um, important because I think one of the challenges we see that it's mentioned by a lot of our our wealthy families, especially a lot of the private business owners we work with, where they're founder led. You know, they started with nothing, built this significant wealth, had a liquidity event, and now they have all these dollars and their their kids and grandkids are growing up in a, a much different financial situation from them. And they're concerned that these next generations aren't going to have the same entrepreneurial spirit and ability to build their own wealth um, and rather more expect to live off of, uh, off of the family money. So uh, really the idea of a family bank is to encourage um, entrepreneurism, uh, entrepreneurship, um, starting businesses, um, and really being more thoughtful uh, about how uh, money is utilized within the family, where they're not just passing down the wealth, but they're really passing down more financial intelligence and more of the family values through a structure like this. Yeah, let's let's get deeper into that here, Homer. Could you give me maybe an example of how a family bank might support a family and ultimately build up some of that financial responsibility among maybe the younger generation? Yeah, I think one area a uh, family bank might approach this is in the idea of college uh, tuition and college education. 
And right now we're seeing it quite a lot where kids graduate from college with a degree. Maybe that degree isn't in a field that has a lot of opportunity with it uh, post-graduation. And so the family might um, set up the terms of, of repayment to where they're required uh, to work a certain amount during college to pay it back and learn um, what that some of that experience of, of working, paying back um, the loan, creating their own income and wealth along the way um, that might hopefully influence their decision making during college and making sure, okay, if I have to pay this back, like for real, um, it might influence the type of major they, they go into and then how they approach um, the world after uh, college. That's one of the main ones we see. Yeah, that's a really interesting perspective there, Homer. And, and look, as we've had conversations about successful family businesses and and you know these 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 families that uh, obviously wealth is created through a business specifically, there are a lot of instances where the you know the next generation looks up to that that matriarch or patriarch sees what they're doing in terms of the success of the business. They've hopefully been engaged in conversations leading up to this point, and they maybe have caught that business building bug themselves and are interested in that level of entrepreneurship. So Homer, how in that instance would a family bank help a family member kind of scratch that business building desire itch, if you will? And, and that's often exactly how it ends up working, where you know, the family bank are, are set up to build new family wealth via entrepreneurship. Again, not just living off of the existing family wealth, but how do, how do they continue that and build their own wealth? Um, you know, there's going to be intrafamily loans or perhaps equity investments in the new venture or both. Um, so, you know, as an example, a patriarch might loan one of their daughter's uh, funds to start a new consulting business and do it through a loan at a preferred rate. And the idea of this is that it's going to foster more creativity and, and build their capabilities into the next generation, or, or not just passing along, again, financial capital or really learning to pass on this human capital, um, where often not just dollars flow to that next generation through these loans, but also supports. So they might um, include business coaching and entrepreneurship coaching as a part of that loan process as well. And Homer, look, banks are a a pretty formal, uh, you know, legal entity. But when it comes to families, they loan each other, you know, money frequently in a lot of informal ways. So why, in a family bank sense, why should that remain so formal when family loans are so informal in different ways? Draw that line in the sand for us. And this is one of the areas we've we've spoken about a couple of times in the past and why we prefer more formal routes is if you go the informal route using intrafamily loans and different arrangements, uh, more often than not, it can lead to conflict within the family. You know, one member of the family is going to remember the arrangement different than the other. Um, and oftentimes, if there's no documentation and the patriarch or matriarch passes away, there's going to be conflict among family members on repayment of loans or whether or not it was really a loan versus a gift. Um, and so the formal structure of a family bank is going to, you know, again, not only hopefully foster more of that entrepreneurship, bu business building, wealth building, but will also hopefully then help also avoid some of the co family conflict that comes with these more informal arrangements that are out there. You know, Homer, as we're talking about this idea of a family bank, it's almost like the writing's already on the wall, but I feel like it's worth calling attention to it. And that is just the idea that a family bank, you know, has a, a big advantage, I would say, of, of leveraging this is that 
it allows them allows a family to use very customized, very tailored solutions to meet the demands of that family in particular. Could you elaborate on why that is is you know obviously a big advantage of a family bank and why it's so important that somebody lean on the bank in that way? Yeah, it's very different as you uh, allude to it, working with a family bank versus a much larger banking institution. And you know these family banks tend to do best when they're able to customize the approach of the bank to the, the idiosyncratic nature of a particular wealthy family and their interests or their circumstances. Cause you know, every one of these families is different. They might've come up in a certain industry and, and the family might have, you know, ongoing interest and continue to build out in that sort of an area. So to be able to tailor the bank and, and the terms and, and how it's structured to each family, I think is, is really important. Um, and they can also be pretty complex uh, because of the nature of them being very focused and bespoke. And so, you know, some families will set it up as part of their, you know, single family office and kind of run it through that structure or that complexity might lend itself to being set up as a completely separate entity. And so, again, there's a lot of customization and individuality to how each of these families might set up uh, the family bank for their family. Of course, of course. And Homer, we had mentioned earlier in the episode that these family banks are usually leveraged by these high net worth individuals and families. But let's talk about it in, in a more grand or general sense, if you will. Is this a solution, this family bank idea? Is it only reserved for those high net worth folks? Or is it an approach that might be able to be leveraged on a more broad scale by families that might not fall into that same wealth category? That's a great question. I, I would say that it's definitely um, super rich families that are taking advantage of this more often than not. It, it doesn't mean that it can't work for a, a, a family that's still building wealth that wants to create the same opportunity for their for their next generations. And so it's not it's definitely not the exclusive domain of the super rich. What I will say um, is that even for those super rich families, it's also not for everyone either. You know, we, we do run into a number of families that when we first approach this kind of conversation, uh, there's a lot of interest in it. But then, you know, at the end of the day, they just they don't want the complexity. Uh, that comes with an ongoing process of reviewing, you know, what the family might be loaning money for. They simply just want the money to go in trust or in some other vehicle to the next generation. And so even even with that level of asset, it may not may not be the best fit. So it's important to really, you know, look at the pros and cons of, of this type of a structure. Look at uh, from from the patriarch matriarch perspective, what are you trying to create uh, for your family, and and what kind of ongoing uh, relationship do you want with a structure like this to determine if it really makes sense? But at the end of the day, it really, you know, families of of almost any wealth level can set up this type of a structure. Okay, that's that's good to know. I appreciate you clarifying that there. Uh, and Homer, look, you just you hit the the nail on the head. This is an ongoing. It's a complex structure. It takes effort, if you will to manage and maintain. So with that being said, do families themselves set up and, and quote unquote run this family bank, or is that somebody that they should be enlisting the help of a professional in some capacity to, to do for them, but also alongside them? How does that work? Yeah, I would say it's important that they're heavily involved, but it's never done, it's in my experience, without you know good experts around them to assist, advise on, on many of these structures, usually including wealth managers, good attorneys, good accountants. Um, and they need help in a number of areas. I mean, one of those areas is simply just the structure um, of these loans and making sure there's going to be, um, you know, meaningful return on the investments and how how those are, 
are set up and you know having experience with other wealthy families and what they've set up is very helpful to advise a family setting this up for the first time i think you know, other areas are you know if you're going to be providing a loan for a business venture for instance you know, having experts on your team that are, are skilled in doing due diligence on private deals is helpful to just understand, hey, is what's the viability uh, of this type of structure? And then one of the areas that you know we enjoy quite a bit is on all the tax uh, mitigation um, abilities and how do we structure this in a way to you know, minimize not only the tax for the family, but also how do we structure things to mitigate and try to minimize tax uh, for the family member building this business. And we, if we can do it from the ground floor, um, there's a lot of things you can put in place from the beginning that could have a big impact on taxes down the road. So, so definitely it's it's something that the family is gonna be heavily involved with, which is why you know, previously it's not for every family. But again, there's they're going to typically be a pretty heavy reliance on you know, other experts um, and professionals that they're going to bring in to to make sure it works uh, in the way that they're intending it to. Of course, always helps to have that team of professionals on your side, especially when it comes to matters like these. But Homer, uh, you know, look, you had mentioned earlier, this is a highly customized, well-tailored uh, solution for for these high net worth families, but also families on a, on a more broad scale that where this solution might be applicable to them. But again, because it's so customized, this is something that, it, you know, takes a conversation really. So let's say there's a you know a member of our audience out there that's intrigued by this idea and this conversation today and they'd be benef you know they'd be benefiting from a conversation surrounding this what would be the best way somebody could reach out to you and your team and just open up that dialogue to see if a family bank might make the most sense for them yeah. the best is always to reach out directly you can email me we'll have that up on on the video as well as our website and what i will say is you know usually when we start these conversations uh, it's going to lead to a number of other questions in a number number of areas and, and usually this is uh, building in a family bank is going to be part of a, a bigger picture review uh, call it stress test of your overall financial world just to make sure that the family is set up to make this type of a structure work really well for the family and so again we can look at it as a single issue but usually it's going to end up being a part of a bigger conversation uh, because of the importance um, of how this might fit into you know your family values and how you want to drive that down uh, through multiple generations and, and it's just usually a bigger conversation than should we have a family bank or not got it roger that well for, uh homer i really appreciate you carving some time out of your busy day we're going to let you get back to serving your clients uh, and uh, looking forward to jumping back on the next one with you Thanks, Ryan. Good to see you as always. Of course, of course. Uh, and hey, look, folks, we want to take one final moment, as we always do on the show, and thank you all for stopping by and spending some time with us on the podcast today. If you took anything away from today's conversation surrounding a family bank and the different solutions within it, and of course, whether or not it's a solution for you and yours, uh, and you benefited from this conversation, well, make sure you hit that subscribe button then on the platform that you did check us out on today. That way you never miss out on a future conversation between Homer and myself, where we unpack these different wealth management topics that he's getting asked about, you know, from clients and prospects and the whole nine yards because ultimately we want these conversations to be beneficial for you and yours before ryan or excuse me for homer i'm ryan we're gonna go ahead and say so long though but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on advance your wealth all opinions expressed by homer smith are solely smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of integrated wealth concepts llc integrated or its parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by smith on television radio internet or another medium you should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. 
Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither Integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith, Integrated, its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor Integrated guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or in the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. Investment advice offered through Integrated Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. Integrated Financial Partners provides investment advisory services through several doing business as names. The information in this material is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Integrated Financial Partners does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice, or services.